Welcome to the Enneagram and Christianity Podcast with your hosts, lead pastors Claire and Scott Lorridge from Crossroads Church and Ministries in Marshall, Michigan. In this Advent 2020 season, we're asking the question, how will you unwrap the gift of Christ in you this Advent season? We hope that you'll join us December 1st through December 25th as this podcast will create space for you to unwrap the gifts of Christ's presence for every Enneagram personality style. So dive in, let's take a listen, and let's unwrap the gift of Christ. Here's Claire and Scott. Welcome, my friend, Eckbert Stoel from the Netherlands. Did I say that like an Italian or did, how did I, how did I do? Pronounce it for us. No, okay. Egbert Stoel. Egbert Stoel. Yes. You did great. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, you know, we have been friends uh, since June and, Mm -hmm. and we met in a, in that deep dive uh, kind of stewing experience in the Enneagram uh, and you were a part of the first group that was completely online. Yeah. And, uh, and so um, obviously we're in different time zones, but you brought yourself and stayed up and made it through well. And you passed with flying colors and your written papers were brilliant. And, uh, and so much so that um, we wanted you to be a part of of these conversations so that people could know you and, and know the expert that we mm-hmm. came to know and love. So will you tell us a little bit about um, what you do in the world in all the ways that you'd like to name it? Well, thank you, Claire. Those, um, you are too kind to me, but I was just thinking how um, you going online was one of the unexpected gifts, I think of the pandemic right now where um, you know, we are able, despite lockdowns, to actually connect even more online and meet kindred spirits and learn from each other across time zones and continents. So that was a real gift. And I really appreciate your work and, um, yeah, daring to bring it all online. Uh, so thank you for that. Yeah, so much of my work is actually um, online, almost exclusively, was already before the pandemic because I'm coordinating a lot of care for uh, Christian volunteers who uh, leave their home countries um, to serve in other nations. Um, yeah. You know, in NGOs or in little businesses, but to help people um, who are um, needy and just to sh- show the love of Christ in very practical ways um, in places, uh, yeah, where, there, where there's just um, the need um, to show him and make him known mm-hmm. that's a real that's a real gift for me to be in that way connected to you know so many places in the in the world mm-hmm. and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. and you are a spiritual director mm-hmm. and you are a pastoral coach and uh, you are a person who values others deeply mm-hmm. and It was one of the reasons uh, Scott and I, as we were talking about who could talk about this day, which is day 24, it's Christmas Eve, and and you'll be talking about uh, valuing others and how you've seen Christ 
um, value you, how you've experienced the presence of Christ as valuing you. And then maybe we can unpack even a little bit more about this idea around Enneagram styles and how we see valuing others. And, you know, we'll keep this kind of on the 40,000 foot view, but you work with many um, leaders in the world who are serving in dangerous places in our world. And so your ability to take care of the souls of, of others and value others is for the good of many who will never know that it was you, mm. that, that you are behind the scenes. They may never know that this person who was caring for the souls of those who are caring for the souls on the ground. Um, and that is the epitome, my friend, of valuing others. And you, you must have, um, you know, you must have met Jesus in this way in your own life to even want to offer it to other people that you would be a person who would be um, sometimes what we call with Enneagram nines, sacred backdrop, that there is this lovely way that while all the world is a stage, as Shakespeare would say, <laughs> with many entrances and many exits, there are these, um, these uh, please forgive me, but heroes among us mm. who are willing to uh, be sacred backdrop in order to let this light shine in ways um, that some people will never know that you encouraged uh, you coached, you offered spiritual direction to the people who are right down in the, uh, in the war zone. Mm. Well, yeah, thank you for stating it that way. Um, and it actually touches me. It's not, and it hasn't always been easy to kind of be at the backdrop because, in, you know, I've lived overseas myself and that was a very um, explicit calling and to kind of give that up was, was a struggle. But I, uh, yeah, I do indeed enjoy and, um, yeah, I'm really blessed when I can let others, you know, thrive. Um, that's a real, um, yeah, real gift, I think, to be able to do that. And I was even thinking, um, uh, yeah, about this conversation. I was thinking of, of, of people that I can relate with, like Joseph, Mary's husband. You know, he is there. He has a very important role, but he's almost, you know, hardly on the scene. But but he is at some of these, you know, key moments where he, he is able to accept Mary as she is uh, with all the stories around that. Or, you know, he listens to the angel or someone like um, Barnabas who went to see Paul, who journeyed with Paul, but also who then, you know, kind of left the scene again to let Paul do his work. Um, yeah, or Nicodemus, who, uh, you know, he, he came very carefully to, to seek out Jesus. Um, and then later on, um, he is kind of this, he tries to make peace between the Pharisees and this new strange religion. Um, and then he has this kind of coming out moment when Jesus dies and he helps and provides um, uh, for him. Um, so those could be, you know, I'm making this up, but those could be nines and they inspire me. <laughs> I you could be right. I, I do. I, I hear that um, as very true, that these beautiful places of, uh, of 
um, letting others shine, uh, but absolutely almost being like the the moon. Um, you know, Francis and Claire, who are two of my heroes in the faith, brother sun and sister moon, you know, sometimes the moon is reflecting um, uh, the sun. Uh, maybe that's the right way to say it. I don't know, but I do see that there are um, these gifts and and so you have experienced this through scripture and being able to see valuing others. Is that right? Mm. That's the story yeah. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. And it's, it's often a challenge, I think, um, for me as a nine um, to show up, um, to take a stand, you know, to be called out to, to be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, I was uh, earlier today in my Advent readings, I was reading from Micah 5, and um, there's this prophecy about Jesus that he shall stand. And from that standing, he will bring peace. And, and as I was reflecting on that, I think it's often the call for a nine who, you know, it's easier for me, you know, to sit at my Dutch dike and look at the river of life <laughs> passing by and just, you know, be a fence sitter and not really engage, but to to take a stand, to stand for something, um, and I think that that is um, then it can be a source of real peace and, and strengthening of others. Mm. Or um, this verse from Song of Songs, where this dove, you know, hiding in a cleft in a cleft of the rock, mm. is kind of asking, you know, show yourself, come forward. Um, and that's not always easy, uh, but um, it's I think God's invitation for nines, and at least for me to. Come, show yourself. You have a gift, a value to bring for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, make a stand. Yeah, and yeah. even in uh, for others. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so valuing yourself as you value others. And you know, just a little question before we go into looking at the enneagram, uh, maybe others on the enneagram style. I wonder when you were a journalist. Um, how, how did you show up in the world? What was that like? Stand, making a stand using your voice. And and tell people, yes, tell people how you did that. Where, where did you serve as a journalist? Yeah. So that was my former career. So I, I worked in a quote unquote, um, mainstream media in the Netherlands, um, uh, our uh, news agency here, a lot of foreign desks, so covering of world events. Um, and I think it's a great place for me because I can be that observer. You know, I, it's nice to be the person who asks questions. This is a little bit more uncomfortable, Claire. <laughs> I'll be honest um, to show up. But uh, yeah, but to, to see, um, I think to have that multiple perspective and to see, okay, there's, there's truth here, but there's also truth there. You know, and then try to combine that and, and bring an honest uh, story. Um, and that's why it's, you know, it's saddening for me um, that uh, at times, you know, the media are vilified as, you know, bringers of evil. Mm-hmm. Where I, I've, although I'm no longer a journalist, I still feel passionate about, you know, that bringing truth and bringing perspectives. Um, I hope that that will still be um, be a force for good even in these times yeah. mm-hmm. and and if people are watching this uh on the vlog or on facebook they saw you bring your hands together like this mm-hmm. but if they're listening on the pad- 
podcast, they didn't see you bring your right hand and your left hand together. And what a beautiful image of a journalist bringing truth and bringing perspective, both right hand and left hand. Mm. And, and, um, and so you covered world events. And, you know, I, one of the ways that I've experienced you as valuing others, which is our word today on the 24th, is that in our communications, whether it was um, in June, where it was, we had that, the, you know, the, the murder of George Floyd, and we were together during those days. And you kept asking the Americans how we were doing. You know, you were checking on us. You know, you, you wanted to know uh, from our black friends that were students how, how they were faring, how those of us that were having to, to hold the complexities of right hand and left hand right in our own congregations, mm-hmm. how we were faring. And then this week as we were preparing for uh, this conversation, you're asking me how we're doing here, you know, what's it like in America? And I, I see that, um, almost wish you would go back into journalism, but the work you're doing now is very, very important as well. But when I hear someone like you who are bringing the right hand and the left hand together and, uh, and, and bringing things in truth and, and valuing the voices of, you know, those who have divergent thinking and, and seeking to help people find a way. Um, that feels very much like Jesus. That mm-hmm. feels very much like um, our Joseph uh, that you talked about in being able to receive Mary and know that there were going to be people who, you know, who had a different perspective other than Mary was uh, carrying a child conceived by the Holy Spirit, right? And willingness to go into Egypt. And, you know, all of these things that are um, very, very nine-like and valuing others. And it is the Imago Dei in you. It is the Imago Dei. Um, and, And how do you see that? Maybe even, you know, you can take this any way you'd like now. Uh, is um, the Enneagram helping you to see uh, and, and how are Enneagram styles valuing others or feeling valued by others? Um, go ahead, take it away, Eckbert. Mm, thank you. Yeah, and just maybe just to comment on, on the thing that you just mentioned um, earlier in November, there were two world events that really bothered me because I saw two sides not coming together. One was, you know, um, the country that I love so much, the States and the division there. And another one was a conflict on the Caucasus. And, um, and I wasn't able to do something about it, right? <laughs> I wasn't able to heal. I, um, and it just bothered me so much. And uh, I just, I really needed an encounter with Jesus where he, he kind of stood behind me as I was praying and kind of massaging my shoulders mm-hmm. and saying, hey, you don't have to take responsibility of that. And he kind of took all of that pain up on himself. And, um, and I, yeah, that's how he's caring for us and valuing us, us so much as humans and taking all of the discomfort that we are experiencing right now. That is beautiful. And that mm. is really, that is really a beautiful image. I hope that we can all take that in mm. and pray to be open to that kind of encounter with God in these days that are not easy, that are testing us. Yeah. Mm. 
So would you want to go around the clock with the, the Enneagram styles? Or? Love it, yeah. yeah. And please yeah. add, because I'm a learner, I'm learning from you, um, Claire. So um, yeah, when I think about the one and the good person, um, how they value others is by kind of coming alongside and seeing maybe things that can be done better or be reformed and, um, and doing that in a way, uh, hopefully that is not judgmental or critical, but like really, I, I want to help you. I want to help you further. Mm-hmm. Um, and when that can be done with a little bit of humor and um, empathy, then I think the, the ones are, yeah, can be so helpful to all of us, mm-hmm. uh, helping us forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and if we could receive that from the ones as of as them valuing us mm-hmm. when they're helping us to reform uh, maybe our way of thinking or doing in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. and humor. Yeah, humor would help. So tapping into that seven, you know, a little bit of a little bit of surface stuff yeah. while they're getting down to the you know the soul of it and saying. Yeah. let's help reform you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah i think the two isn't that the quintessential you know valuing others and wanting to love others or wanting to help others wherever they can um, and if they can do that without wanting anything in return like really giving themselves like jesus the suffering servant um, was despised you know isaiah 53 um, he was not respected but he still kept on giving and kept on loving um, that's I think yeah such a beautiful gift that the, that the twos can give us uh, really giving and loving for the sake of the other mm-hmm. yeah and su- a suffering servant so I, I I love that thinking about the two as a suffering servant um, not in the way that is martyr like or expecting but uh but this you know laying down their lives Mm -hmm. and um and knowing that we really could give christ nothing in return yeah right but Mm -hmm. but it was it was uh the soul loving us yeah Yeah, beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah so maybe we could take a breath and take that in as well. Mm, wow. You know, the, the, yeah. Our being valued yeah. by the suffering yeah. servant. Yeah. Mm. yeah, whether we identify as twos or not, we all need that truth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So who would I be without the threes in my life, uh, Claire, even you asking me on this podcast, you know, calls me forward to show up and uh, go a little deeper with the Enneagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when threes values others, they bring their very best, you know, their um, strategic thinking and their planning and their energy to, to serve a cause. I know a leader in one of those ministries, um, and he said, you know, I'm, he, he's like, he says, I, I want to be like an Abba, you know, like a father of a, this is a, a praying ministry, just to serve these people and bring out the best in them. Um, yeah. yeah. And so if, if we could receive the threes in our lives um, when they invite us to, to come on the internet or, uh, or to, to 
uh, bring out the best in themselves. That's experiencing um, Christ valuing us through that mm. yeah. particular person. Yeah. yeah. And especially when threes can, you know, kind of the less of me, more of him, you know, um, and just serve uh, with all the energy and all the vision that they have. Um, that's such a beautiful, yeah. Mm. Yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. well that could be a tagline for threes less of me and more of christ yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. the originals right the four uh, well my wife is a four and um we I don't give because you started smiling as soon as you were talking about the four <laughs> <laughs> and, and we here in the netherlands we don't uh, I mean, nowadays we do because of, uh, I, I guess, uh, our culture being influenced from from the states. You know, give gifts with Christmas, but traditionally we do that at the beginning of December when we have a Santa Claus, Santa Claus uh, party. So I, I made these flowers for my wife, who is a four, and she said, you know, you could have bought me flowers, but you actually doing something creative with paper, and it was a, <laughs> a nightmare for me, but I. Will you bring it back up for a minute? I've got to take a picture okay. of these flowers because if um, if Scott's going to, you know, get me some flowers, I'm going to ask him, hang on one sec. I'm going to get, get rid of that. Okay. They're, they're beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, podcast listeners. You really should go and visit Claire's blog. <laughs> <laughs> and learn how to make flowers for your loved one. Mm, yeah. uh-huh. And, and so she was, uh, she felt valued. Yeah, she felt valued by that. And I think um, force bring that really creative uh, valuing um, with them, right? Seeing the uniqueness of others, um, being able to appreciate others as they are with all their, you know, multifaceted ways that they are created. And I, force can, can really appreciate that in others and value that in others when they're healthy and um, bringing flair, you know, lightening us all up with their creative energy. Mm-hmm. I had a, um, a person who was a four that after, uh, actually two friends who were fours, actually after my dad died, she um, sketched a picture of my dad waving, a picture I had posted of my dad waving. She sketched that for me. Mm-hmm. And then the other four, after Scott's dad died, uh, painted Scott's dad holding the palm cross in his last hours, mm-hmm. saw a picture of it and painted that. And you talk about the value we felt um, from those four seeing uh, the meaning of our lives at that moment and helping us stay with that. So, yeah. Oh. Thank God for our beloved fours. And they're not, you know, they're not afraid of those difficult moments in others' lives. Yeah. Yeah. They can really be with us when we suffer or in difficulty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, fives. Um, I've always felt so safe and accepted in the company of fives because they don't, you know, often they don't need something from me. They're just happy to be with me. Um, and they're not often non-threatening, you know, when they're, uh, when they're um, 
close to their essence or their true selves. Yeah. So when fives come with their wisdom and serve us, you know, in um, compassionate ways um, or really show up with the things that they know um, yeah, and serve the greater good with that, with gentleness and conviction, you know, bring those two together. Um, they're really a force for good with their unique, powerful brains and their ideas and their, you know, concept thinking. Um, yeah. And I wonder if fives would see themselves that way. Um, you know, sometimes I think fives don't know uh, how much they mean to us um, and how, uh, how much we are valued by their diligence mm. in learning and understanding and observing life and then offering us their, their, um, their final analysis or, <laughs> or, their, uh, or their final question after they have, you know, been uh, through all of the data. I think um, for fives to know how valued we feel by their their diligent intellectual work. Mm. Yeah. Mm. What a blessing they are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So on to the loyal sixes. Um, well, can anyone be more trustworthy and faithful and supportive um, than the six? Mm. I have to say that I have had in the beginning, you know, with the Enneagram, I had a hard time to appreciate the six because it remembers me of so much of my, you know, darker moments where I can be fearful. But when uh, sixes can, you know, when they're questioning that comes so easily, can really become authentic interest in others. Um, you know, giving and extending trust to others. There's such a... Um, uh, people who bring others together and are loyally serving and serving uh, and thereby valuing all of us. Mm. Um, I'm just thinking of Th Thomas, the disciple, you know, with his questions. I don't know whether he was a six or not, but later on he was, he became an apostle to India. Mm -hmm. you know, he went thousands of kilometers away from the Middle East and that's where he ended up. So with all his doubting and questioning what a faithful, loyal servant he became. And, uh, pioneering the church in India. Wow. And I like the word with, with the loyal questioning, not, mm. um, uh, you know, and even so with the, no, but with the loyal questioning, uh, this, um, this apostolic gift emerging because he went into the questions and, mm. and uh, wow. And so, May India um, be blessed on this day uh, with the gift of, of questions mm. that lead us to Christ. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And for all of us to accept uh, the questionings of the six as something that they want to bless us with, right? And protect us and help us further. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Now for the sevens, the joy givers, the energetic... Uh, givers of good. Um, I think all sevens that I know love to sh share chocolate uh, with the rest of us and good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, so they they bring the extra spice in our lives, right? And take us further and help us explore um, 
value. I think when a seven um, with that is also able to to pause at times and uh, really be. Um, and with the same joy also um, accepting the pain or entering some of the difficulties when, you know, when that is combined, that's a beautiful gift that they bring. Yeah. Ah, and, and, and truly joy. Mm. Um, is there a, uh, uh, is there a missionary or someone that you have seen as a seven in history or modernity that uh, you've seen them be able to hold uh, both, uh, you know, the the, diffi- the difficulty, the suffering, and and bring the joy? Yeah, I'm thinking of a colleague of mine who's also spiritual director and who you know was able to open her home and have guests and indeed share her chocolate. um and such you know so much energy and joy and welcoming welcoming and and energy there Mm -hmm. but she's uh, also able to really sit with others and um, listen to their stories and be with them Um, yeah Mm, beautiful yeah Yeah. Mm. wow on to the eights i have a mentor he's an eight and what a gift an eight when you have an eight as a friend you know, or an ally, that's, uh, that's when eights are such great gifts, especially maybe for me, the timid nine to have an eight who says, okay, I can, I can do that for you, or I can help you with that, or I speak faith and courage in you. Um, yeah. And I'm thinking of Peter, who was maybe, I don't know, an eight, you know, really a gut person with immediate responses, and here I am, you know, and bold. But then later in life, uh, in X-15, where they had this big gathering and, okay, how are we going to combine the Jewish church and, you know, the Gentiles? And he was really able to, to listen to both sides and then come up with, with uh, you know, helping to, to come to conclusions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, yeah, I think that wisdom that the AIDS also have and that compassion that they can bring with their bold and taking bold stance, stance mm. at the same time. Yeah. yeah, I have a colleague um, who is an eight, and we have said that she's like a, a an alarm system, mm. that like a smoke alarm, that when there's smoke, she immediately knows and is able to take action to, to protect and um, and how blessed we feel about this alarm system that that is true, and I do think that um, in Peter's spiritual formation, whether he was an eight, uh, you know, that's that's a possibility, right? Um, and and continued the formation and became in that in the Book of Acts a discernimentarian. Mm. That was able to, you know, be with, uh, you know, the 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 difficulty of all the alarms going off in, you know, in the Jewish church and in the Gentile, uh, in the Gentile church, and um, and become a real force for uh, for conversion, for transformation, for yeah. Just a mature, a mature eight for sure. If that indeed 
Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. I like that. I like that yeah. idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, they're off, often the unstoppable pioneers, you know, in our world who can you know, open doors that others cannot open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And then we land on the nine. Yeah. Yeah, the nine, the peace, peaceful, non-threatening people who I think um, value others by, you know, giving them a safe place where they can just be who they are. Um, But then, like I said, for a nine, actually to to engage and to show up in that is, is, um, yeah, value others by actually entering their lives and uh, um, give themselves to, to really make peace instead of just let, you know, uh, let that river flow by, but just engage and see, hey, how can I make a difference? How can I really bring peace in your life? Uh, how can I show up in this world? Um, yeah. That's a growing edge for this nine, at least. Well, I, I will say that um, what we're experiencing right now in your presence is peace like a river. Mm. And, you know, and so while that's a growing edge, it's also the gift to us is that you are sitting by the river and we're experiencing the peace and the calm of that, that flow. And, um, and, you know, I, I always say my husband is that wonderful regulating presence that he can slow down the RPMs of a moment like, like nobody else. He can bring emotional regulation to our family and our church and his friends when we are on our, uh, you know, on our edge, about to go over the edge. And I, I wonder, um, Eckbert, as we consider the work that you're doing in the world, are you um, in your spiritual direction practice, are you seeing anybody else outside of the, uh, the ministry that you serve in? And if so, um, you know, could we put your link here for someone who might be seeking a nine uh, as a spiritual director? Yeah, um feel free uh, to contact Claire. Uh, actually, I don't have anything out there right now, like a website, because mostly people just find me or, you know, I'm just in, in networks and, and churches. Um, maybe I should do that, you know, put myself out there a bit more. That would be a, a good challenge. But, uh, yeah, I, I especially, especially feel called to serve those, you know, who, who cross cultures, you know, cross boundaries um, as something that I value. Indeed, that bringing together of worlds, if I can serve people who actually do that, that's uh, the greatest blessing for me. Yeah. Okay. So if you are like that, feel free to contact Claire. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that and I'll have your email address and, um, mm-hmm. and we will um, just see how this kind of uh, gift of the right hand meeting the left um, for those in leadership and cross-cultural situations uh, that need a place to um, be received, um, accepted, uh, and valued. Mm -hmm. So is there anything you want to say in closing? I think the invitation for me these past weeks has 
been to really just focus on Jesus. There's um, kind of this black hole, you know, for me as a nine, that's sometimes that fearful sight, you know, it's almost like this black, black hole force, you know, out there and that's trying to suck us in, whether it's the pandemic or your own situation, your own life, or it's politics or, you know, in some countries, um, war um, or strife, but yeah, focus on Jesus and um, take a time just to inhale and exhale and be with him and Lord, where are you in this moment? What, how are you looking at me? How can I focus on you? In order for me to value another, I need to know deep inside that you value me. So Lord, show us a glimmer, or maybe in an amazing wave of your love and your appreciation for us. You came as the suffering servant to serve us all, this whole world. Here we are, just to hear that from you, that you love us and accept us as we are. We want to focus, Lord, on you, not on that black hole that tries to suck us into a different direction. Amen. Amen. Well, on this holy night um, that this will be aired or on any other day that people are watching or listening, we say, uh, peace be with you. Indeed. Greetings from the Netherlands. <laughs> Bless you, my friend. Thank you, Claire. Bless you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining with us today on the Enneagram and Christianity podcast. We would love to connect with you as you wait for Christ to be revealed and offer spiritual practices to stay present to Christ's presence within you this Advent season. You can check out Scott and Claire's Enneagram website by going to scottandclairelorage.org. That's S-C-O-T-T-A-N-D-C-L-A-R-E-L-O-U-G-H-R-I-G-E.org. And when you go there, you can check out the blog and the vlog and all things Enneagram. And of course, you can go to ccmonline.org. We hope that you'll be able to join us each and every day through the season of Advent, as we give thanks for the faithfulness of Christ. Hope to see you soon.